Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful here. We're doing a new style of video. Uh, in the future, these will be a little bit more polished. They'll have better production values. But we're here in the Fightful studios in Lexington, Kentucky, to talk about one of my favorite things, uh, the WWE Royal Rumble. We have produced a number of features about the Royal Rumble for the last three years, from inside the Royal Rumble 1 and 2 to one that focused solely on the 2022 Royal Rumble and the mess that went on behind that. But in addition to speaking to all these wrestlers for those features, we had a Q&A question where someone said, I know that you love the Royal Rumble. I know it's your favorite match of the year. How would you change it? How would you improve it? And I actually did a feature on Fightful way back in 2017 when I did more uh, opinion column writing where I looked at a variety of things that I still think could benefit the Royal Rumble. Now, to make it clear, I love the Royal Rumble. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I love it as is. But there's always room to improve. There's always things that we could make better to make it more interesting and uh, to, to really up the stakes of a Royal Rumble that already has an incredible amount of stakes. I want to thank our partner, uh, Bet Online AG, for allowing this video to be possible. BetOnline AG is where we've gotten our odds and lines for years at Fightful, and we're so happy to be working with them. Uh, right now, you can check out uh, Royal Rumble odds and lines. You can check out MLW, TNA, AEW odds and lines as well. They have the fastest payouts, tons of games, highest credit card acceptance, 25-plus year history I think they've got behind them. BetOnline AG, we are so proud to be working with them. And I'm really excited to talk to you guys about things I would change about the Royal Rumble or at least adjust or move. And one of the first ones is taking something that has been a staple for 30 plus years and adjusting it a little bit. I would change the stakes of the WWE Royal Rumble. As of now, you win the Royal Rumble, you get a world title match at WrestleMania. And there have been some instances where People have decided to, to take that match earlier or at a different time. I would adjust it and highlight WrestleMania even more. 
Because every time you're not getting a WrestleMania main event, I don't know if that can necessarily be guaranteed. There are a lot of variables there. But in addition to what we've seen over the last 30 years since the 1993 Royal Rumble, I would adjust the Royal Rumble stakes to be that whoever wins it gets to pick their WrestleMania match. Now, I know a lot of you would say, well, maybe, what, what would be the motivation, right? Like, what's bigger than the world title? Well, that's the individual motivation of that performer. Maybe they've got something else they want to go after. Maybe there's somebody else they want to go after. For example, we saw back when uh, the Shawn Michaels Undertaker retirement scenario happened. Shawn Michaels was trying to win that Royal Rumble, not as much to get the world title. It's because the Undertaker had that world title, and he wanted to face the Undertaker. And if you allow the winner of the Royal Rumble matches to pick their WrestleMania match, well, almost always they're going to select a world title match. That's, that's a given. However, this small adjustment could add some stakes to personal feuds, uh, certain matches, certain match placements as well. I think it would be a welcome change. Another welcome change and evolution is one that I think would actually require us to go back, way back decades ago, when they didn't allow eliminations from people who weren't in the match. I mean, I know it's a cheap heat thing. I know it's a crutch. But it's something that I wish they would do more of. Like, for example, Vader got eliminated from the 1996 Royal Rumble. He ran back in, tossed a bunch of people over the top rope, and they disallowed it. These days, it doesn't matter who, how, or why you get thrown over that top rope, you're out of there. There was even one time where somebody eliminated themselves back in the day, and they said, no, you can't do that. I'm okay with that. If you, if you do an absent-minded thing and you eliminate yourself, that's one thing. But if somebody who isn't even in the match comes out and eliminates you, especially in plain view, of officials, referees, where everybody sees it live in the moment, I think that should be disallowed. Now, I think there could be creative ways to get around that as well. And I definitely wouldn't have somebody undermine that the first year that they make that a rule. However, I think there are ways where live and in the moment, you don't catch that. Take the 97 Rumble, for example. Steve Austin got eliminated, but nobody around there saw it he came back in and eliminated and won that, that Royal Rumble. However, if it's in plain view of everybody, kind of undermines a lot of the credibility of the officials. That being said, another big one, I would eliminate goofing off around the ring. Like, wouldn't everybody just sit outside the ring if you didn't ever have to get in the ring? Now, that being said, there are some instances where I think this could be fun. But when people are just hanging out outside the ring for six, seven, eight entrances, I would say the next elimination should be that person if the person behind them enters. Do you know what I mean? Like, say, for example, Kofi Kingston was number 10, and he just went out there and sat down. If number 11 comes out and gets in the ring before him, see you later, number 10. Now... To argue that point, that would have removed uh, a, a lot of fun moments. I think it was Heath Slater that got beaten up repeatedly on his way to the ring and then eliminated Sheamus. It would have eliminated that point, but if it's of their own volition, of their own volition, of their own decision to not get in the ring, 
eliminate him. If somebody's attacking them, that's a little bit different. You got the referee's discretion there. That being said, I love the Kofi Kingston saves, but I think they got too far. This is not a condemnation on the performers, but when you have wrestlers get eliminated and they land on their back at ringside with their feet up in the air and we're not calling that an elimination, that was, that was jumping the, the shark for me. When in other companies, AEW, you have people landing on books and Walking around on those, I was like, that's a little bit much. The office chair, I can get behind. The barrier, I can get behind. I can, I can rock with those. But when somebody lands flat on their back with their feet up in the air, again, I ask, why wouldn't everybody just do that? I would also push the unpredictable more. This isn't as much of a rule change as it is. I would just highlight it more. I think one of the, the most perfect pieces of WWE production and camera work that I ever saw was Maven eliminating The Undertaker from the Royal Rumble because it was a guy that you didn't expect to eliminate anybody, eliminating a big name. You set up a little feud there. You set up a moment that over 20 years later, we're still talking about. We're talking about it on this video. There weren't a ton of camera cuts or zooms or crowd shots. You saw the crowd reacting in the background because they couldn't believe that this had just happened. They couldn't believe that Maven eliminated The Undertaker. Maven's face, Undertaker's face, later on, Scotty Tuhati's face, all told the story of how unbelievable this was. And in the Royal Rumble, you have to push the unbelievable. Uh, I wasn't a fan of it at the time, but when you have Santino Morella almost win the Royal Rumble, that pushed the unpredictable. It certainly did. You can't realistically believe that every single year, the top guy is going to win. <laughs> Or else it doesn't push that unpredictable, even though that's what most people want. So I would push that a little bit more. I would have more surprise eliminations. I would have it spread out a little bit more as well. Another thing is an adjustment to another pay-per-view that I think has sort of been rectified of late. Uh, years ago, I would have said, move the elimination chamber. Now I feel a little bit differently about that. I say, if you're going to have a world title match in the Elimination Chamber, then move the Elimination Chamber. Because as things stand, that show is in February. In January, you have 30 people, men and women, competing for the opportunity at a title shot. As we've seen on Raw lately, all you got to do is stare at somebody and get a title shot. So they're not that hard to come by. But it does undermine a little bit of the Royal Rumble when the month after you got to go through 29 people, five people get a title shot in the chamber. Now you can say different structure, a lot of different circumstances, and if from a storyline perspective they make that make sense, I'm all for it. Again, it's scripted pro wrestling, so you can make any of this make sense. It ain't real. You can... Decide that plot point, and if you make it make sense, it's completely fine. However, in, recently they haven't leaned into that nearly as much. There have been Elimination Chamber matches for top contendership, which I think are great, uh, or, or other things. So not as much of an issue, but if they went back to that and immediately putting a title match in that chamber a month later, I would look at that and say, okay, maybe adjust that. Another thing 
that I would love to see WWE do is maybe integrate NXT with this one. I would promote the Royal Rumble in the middle of the year. So say it's like July or August or something like that. You want something to pop a rating, do an NXT Rumble on NXT. You've got an hour. You, you can do that. You can have some lesser names come in during the commercials. You could have, uh, for example, right before commercial break, a big name comes in. You go to picture in picture. You got one more that comes in, and then when you come back from the break, you got another one. The NXT Rumble in the middle of the year. They've done this a few times, not with NXT, but like with the corporate Rumble or mini Rumbles or uh, Rumbles to, to get the 30th spot, whatever that may be. They have done promotion ahead of the Rumble for that, but I actually wouldn't mind if they did something later in the year. Also, just to pop a rating, just to see something like that happen on TV. I think that'd be a good approach. I think that'd be a little bit different. That being said, these, these are just some ideas that I threw together when somebody asked, how would you improve it? How, how would you improve something that you already love? And I mean, I do love the Royal Rumble. It appeals to my ADHD uh, sensibilities and a new person coming out every couple of minutes. is It's so exciting and fun and filled with optimism and usually positivity. Not always, but usually positivity. And it, it's, it's just fun. It's as pro wrestling as pro wrestling gets, right? The, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. When you have the good guy, Cody Rhodes, coming in at number 30, the bad guy, Gunther, has gone all the way through, but we're still cheering for that good guy, even though he didn't have to overcome an ounce in that match of what the bad guy did. We're still pulling for him to win? That, that's a special type of emotional manipulation and storytelling that I, I feel like only the Royal Rumble can provide. Hope you guys join us. We're going to have all kinds of Royal Rumble coverage. We're going to have special videos. I want to thank AG for allowing us to do this video. Check them out for all their odds as things stand. As I film this, CM Punk is the favorite to win the Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes just moved ahead of Gunther. Then you got... Uh, I think it's Drew McIntyre at like six or seven, it might be. Randy Orton's up there pretty high. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. Hope you all are interested in seeing some more because we're going to be bringing you guys a lot of interesting stories from behind the scenes at Fightful, covering wrestling from a media perspective, uh, a lot of that stuff that I think that you guys are really going to enjoy. Uh, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please subscribe. Please support us over at FightfulSelect.com. Until next time. We're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.